The Roots team is proud to bring you Strengthen Your Roots, a podcast that takes a deeper dive into connecting with teammates on topics like leadership, as well as personal and professional skill building. Hello, hello. Welcome to Strengthen Your Roots. It's Pride Month and Beacon ERG gets to steal the show for June. I'm Lacey Konechny, and I'm joined by my Beacon counterparts, Trish Mitchell and Carly Jacobson. Today, we want to share a bit about our theme for 2023, allyship. We'll talk about why that's important to us, as well as some of the events that we have coming up this year. First off, I think we should start out with some introductions. So I'll go first. Like I said, I'm Lacey Konechny, and my pronouns are she, her. I work in financial inputs on the credit operations team here in Omaha, and I've been with the association for five years in August. I've spent the entire time in inputs um, and also working for AgDirect, too, so I've uh, really enjoyed that. I'm a relationship-based person, as my strength finder tells me, Uh, so I try to fill that bucket from uh, working with the Beacon ERG. I was born and raised here in Omaha, and prior to coming to Farm Credit, I was in the real estate title industry for 16 and a half years. I've got a husband named Nick, two little girls named Ellie and Cece, uh, and a cattle dog named Scarlett. And in my free time, I like to strength train, cook, go to trivia with friends, or be outside. Um, also binge watching the ne- newest season of Ted Lasso for all my Ted Lasso friends out there. <laughs> uh, Trish, what about you? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, everyone. I'm Trish Mitchell, and I'm a digital channel marketing manager, and I mainly work on Farmland, the Farmland website. I've been with Farm Credit for two years, which uh, is not really a long time <laughs> at this place. It seems like, yeah, I'm like <laughs> still a newborn. I haven't walked yet. Um, I mean, my pronouns are she, her. Uh, I just thought I'd throw my Clifton Strengths Finders in here for uh, grins. So it's input, <laughs> learner, positivity, arranger, and I. I don't know if that's referring to my closet or what, (laughs) and connectedness. And before I came to Farm Credit, I worked in the healthcare industry for a while on their digital team. And uh, the reason I joined Beacon is because I really want to support the LGBTQ plus community and be an advocate. I have a husband, John, that also works here. And I have two children, and I'm a chronic volunteer mm-hmm. uh, and I belong to too many book clubs. So, Carly, how about you? <laughs> I wouldn't like to say I belong to too many book clubs. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I should. Yeah, thanks. I'm Carly Jacobson, she, her, and I've been with the association for just about 10 years now. I'm almost right there. I can't wait to hit the 10-year mark. It feels like a big one. What do you get at 10 years? I mean, like a plaque? I, I don't you know what? Glory. Bragging rights. Bragging rights. That's what yeah. you get at 10 years. <laughs> That's what money. I'm going with. A little money, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've really been lucky in my time here to have a lot of different roles in the association, which has brought a ton of learning. Um, I started in AgDirect. I moved over to CART, worked there for a while, and uh, moved into consumer lending as it transitioned into role first at that point, and have luckily landed um, under the PR and marketing umbrella with Trish on the customer success team as a customer education specialist. I've loved every single role, and I have learned so much in all of them. I'm so glad for that path. Um, Before that, I did sell real estate for six years in Houston and worked as a director of education at a Sylvan Learning Center up in the Seattle area. So we've kind of bounced around a little bit and, you know, glad to be home back here near our family. My husband and I do live here in Omaha, Nebraska, and we have three kiddos. My oldest is 18. I like God, it's so hard to even say that out loud. It's absolutely <laughs> insane. Graduating? Graduating 18-year-old. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, the, yep, they're big fans of Dungeons & Dragons and uh, Dungeon Mastery. And 
they're actually going to Kansas City Art Institute next year to major in animation. So That's I think they're cool. way cooler than I am, even though I make fun <laughs> of them for the Dungeons and Dragons piece. But it's creative. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. I mean, there you go. Um, my younger two are in middle school, which is super fun household. Then um, in sixth and seventh grade, they're really busy this time of year. Um, Jonas does soccer, and Amelia's really active in softball and, and also does competitive gymnastics. So honest to goodness, there's not a whole lot of free time left at our house because I sit on the sidelines pretty regularly all weekend, um, which, but I love it. I love it. And if I do get a little spare time and I love to play handbells at our church, um, I've been doing that for almost 18 years. So handbells, cool. do you have like a particular bell? Yes, A and B. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're in like, charge of those notes. Oh, yeah. That's how mm-hmm. it works. Okay. Yep. Cool. And then I just pray I'm not in the triplet or whatever it is. It's really hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, cool. so you had Rook and decided to do handbells at the same time yeah. is what I'm hearing. That's kind of what, exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah, I have a baby. I should go do something different. You are extremely busy. So why would you add more to your plate with the Beacon ERG? So most importantly, I believe in the work that Beacon's doing here in our organization. It's just really important that we are here providing resources uh, organizationally. And I mean, it's important to me on a social level. It's important to me on a personal level. Because when I think about the world that I want to leave for my kids, that they're going into, some of the most fundamental principles are compassion, curiosity, desire, and, you know, hoping to understand and appreciate our differences. And this work really allows everyone's light to shine brightly. And I'm really proud of that. In addition, about five or six years ago, my oldest kiddo had shared with us they were questioning non-binary and just really doing that soul searching in their life to uncover and discover who they really are, what their gender identity. Um, And that's been a really interesting transition in my life to go from a point where like allyship is very simple. It's, you know, being there for people the way they need you to be there for them. But it becomes really complicated when it becomes personal, um, and yeah. and having a you know a child who you're trying to coach through life, telling you like I'm not really sure what I'm doing, and I'm like oh, I'm not really sure what you're doing either. Like I don't know. I'm not sure right? what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, but I feel like what you just said for allyship is very true for most people. It's simple until it's personal, and. When you make it personal, it gains additional meaning, right? So that no, that complexity I think is what makes this whole conversation really important. Is that complexity? Because you know, I mean, ultimately, we're just here to help people be who they need to be. Mm-hmm. And as a parent, that feels different. So I mean, it's just been an interesting journey for our family, and I'm glad that I'm able to do things like Beacon because I think that makes me a better parent for my child. I love your story. Um, Super awesome. And I think it's because my connection is also family related too. And it's one of the things that I didn't share for a while either because it's not, it's not my story, but it is my story because it's part of my family, right? So um, my uncle came out when I was probably in about second grade. So um, I got to watch my grandparents kind of, I guess, struggle with their expectations for his life changing. Um, It was extra pressure, I suppose, for my uh, uncle to come out. One, because he almost got married. He was engaged to a female for a while um, and then was with a man for a while. But my grandpa was a pastor uh, in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, which is the more conservative um, of that group. So just watching their struggle, especially from a young age and, and eventually them coming to terms with it, though, just really made me think about what is what, why would they act like that to, towards him or what is allyship to me? 
So I kind of had a, a different perspective, I guess, throughout grade school um, and junior high when other kids were finding themselves and found it, you know, that I needed to have an open heart. And I felt like uh, just being a friend for, for that community. So I did have a lot of gay friends growing up, too, um, just because it was natural and, and, you know, very accepting and, and very friendly. So, you know, ultimately, um, my grandparents did accept my, my uncle. Uh, he and his husband have been together for 25 years now this month. So Woo-hoo. super proud of, of his journey and of them. And, you know, um, just learning that from an early age was was really important to me. So what about you, Trish? What compelled you to join the ERG? Um, well, just like you too, <laughs> I have close friends and family members, uh, including our son, who identify as members of the LGBTQ plus community. And similar to you, Carly, I've always considered myself an ally. But I also do find as, an, as a parent, just similar to your story, um, being an ally has come to mean something more to me for our family and for the family of our friends. We're having our children, for all of us, grow up uh, and work through the process of who they are and how they identify. And it's so important to their mental health and well-being that they're safe to explore who they are and to feel accepted. And it's been rewarding to me as a parent and as like knowing these children as they're growing up and they're going through this discovery that um, it's rewarding to me to be part of the process as they're figuring it out, um, hoping our house is a safe space for them. We accept them, you know, no matter who they are. Um, and I'm excited that they feel to explore, free to explore who they are and to figure that out on their own journey. And my personal story is I grew up in a family that we had pretty strict social norms and were rural followers, yet I always kind of didn't feel accepted by that community. Like, I always felt lacking in that community because you can almost never be good enough. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, but yet, conversely, I always felt accepted by this um, LGBTQ plus community, had friends and uh, tons of fun, you know. And, I mean, that acceptance is so important. And so I feel like living your life to satisfy social norms at all costs can be really unfulfilling and something like a goal you're chasing that you can never quite reach. And it's ultimately unaccepting, right. Of who you are. Like you're not, you're never really okay. You're never just, you're just you, you know? Um, but I don't want that life for myself or my family or for anyone really. And what I found is that by feeling accepted by this community, we can all ex- experience the same acceptance from the community. F- and what's interesting is this community that accepts all is ultimately sometimes not accepted by others. But um, within it, we can find that we're loved um, for just being genuine and being who we are. And I don't know if any of you guys are into manga like my son is. And so <laughs> I, I wanted, know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is. I know what it is. So our son is super into it. And so uh, I wanted to throw in a quote from this author, Koyo Hargo, Go To Gay. I think I said that oh, right. good for you. That's the author of the Demon Slayer books. And um, the quote was, the events of today will become stories of the past. And I found that really profound and we're living in a time of change, and I want the story I'm telling about my life now uh, to be true to myself because it will become the story of our children and our grandchildren, right? So I'm just going to say that one more time. 
the events of today will become stories of the past. It's so true. It's I love it. super profound. It's so true. Yeah. I think your story is really important, Trish. I mean, it, it exemplifies what a lot of us have gone through, I think, in our lives. And it's important to remember that uh, that community that was an ally to you. I mean, that's what we're here for, is to be an ally to all. We've all referenced allyship at this point. Um, and I know that that's really the focus of Beacon this year. And I personally feel connected to that theme. I know that we all do. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity, though, here to really think about what does that mean in the workspace? Because what we're talking about right now is personal, but what we do is work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and right. so I'd love to dig in a little bit more about how does Beacon show up in the workspace? Lacey, do you have some thoughts around that? I, I do. And I'll, I'll try to touch on this without getting a little too TED talky. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, because I love TED Talks. But um, I also love Brene Brown. And she's really popular for her TED Talk about shame. She's a shame researcher, right? So um, I have a quote here. She says, shame's an intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we're flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging and goes on to say, if you put shame in a Petri dish, it needs three things to grow exponentially. One of those is secrecy, one is silence, and one is judgment. And if you put that same amount of shame in a Petri dish and douse it with empathy, it can't survive. Um, I just, I really love that. And I bring up shame because she says shame eats secrets for breakfast. I think about that a lot in my head because if somebody has to hide major parts of their lives, like their family or significant other for fear of shame or judgment from another peer, that person isn't able to do their best work, right? So when I think of allyship, I think of creating a safe space for somebody to share their story, to be a a compassionate and good neighbor, right? We all want to be compassionate and good neighbors. And I've been distracted from time to time at work. And I I get to just turn to somebody and vent about what's going on in my personal life and get back to work. Sure, yeah. You know, and so it's not taking additional time. I don't have that mental tax. I don't have that anxiety that's going to affect my work. You know, I'm not having to take sick days because of that. It's more time that coworkers have to help pick up your work or help pick up your slack. So I think we can all be allies to our work families by supporting our coworkers in a fair and equal manner. And I think people can do that by showing up to Beacon events. You know, we're going to have some allyship swag this year. I think that's a really great way to show that you care. What about you, Trish? What do you think? Last week, we had the opportunity to take part in a an ERG networking event in Omaha. And I heard the term cultural coherence. I have to say that slowly because it's hard to say. <laughs> and then I had to look it up to kind of understand it better. Um, the definition of cultural coherence is defined as... So prepare yourself, the personal alignment between the leaders of an organization with the vision and mission of that organization. So walk the walk, talk the talk, right? And it's if the leaders of the organization are personally aligned with the mission, and I do feel like our leaders definitely embody those values. And if you think about it at Farm Credit, our we are statements are really at the core of creating an inclusive community. So if we're following our we are statements, we will naturally be allies, naturally be inclusive. I like that. And um, are we our statements, just as a reminder for all of us, in case you happen to forget or don't have the magnet at your desk, um, it's we are teammates, leaders, adaptable, innovators, servants, values-driven, and experts. And that's why I really think that if we follow our we are statements, naturally we'll be inclusive. So. Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks for that reminder. I'm glad that you brought that up. I, gosh, that all ERG meet meetup was just, I don't know. I, I got a lot out of that. I really did. 
Um, the advocate from Werner talked about a program that they have right now called Safe Spaces. And they have stickers that they, the employees can display on their workspace to show that they are a safe space or an ally. And I just, I could feel the pride coming off of the Werner employees yeah. for that for that piece. Um, they know that their employee, employer values who they are as a person. And those employees really felt like their company valued who they are, um, recognized the individual contri- contributions that they're making to the company. And when they're when they're focused more on work and less on hiding large parts of their lives that others openly share with teammates to build relationships, they, they can just hmm. be better workers. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I One other thing I really enjoyed from that uh, meetup was the information sharing. So we all sat at tables. We had like the little breakouts where we talked to each other about stuff. Um, and I felt like Farm Credit was ahead of the game when it came to this space, right? We've got a lot going on, a lot of support. Um, you know, our Beacon ERG is doing things with mental health, which um, was a big topic that big night topic. too. Yep. Yep. Um, and just the support that we have, I just feel like we're we're far along at this company. There's still a lot of work to do, yes, but I was really happy to share with the other ERGs what we were doing, and um, you know, and and to work with some of them too. Um, you know, it gave me pride to be able to share that. And speaking of pride, it's June, which is nationally, <laughs> nationally celebrated as pride month. Right. Um, so what do we have going on? You can check out our walkway boxes as, as you're heading over to the skywalk. We've got a couple up, um, one about allyship, one about LGBT and the ag industry, you know, a couple that you've seen before, a couple new ones there. Um, we're putting our carpet tiles back in the walkway to the, the West. Yay. Yay. I know it just adds a little <laughs> color. It's so it bright. Yeah. And there's a, um, poster at the end of each walkway that tells you what each one of those colors represents. Um, and we're still doing a sign up for the Heartland pride parade. So Carly, you want to talk a little bit about pride and what's going on there? Yeah, I get so excited when I think about, you know, what we get to do for the Pride Parade. It's it is so much fun for those that have been down there before. You can absolutely attest to so much energy. It is. It's the energy. It's the joy. It's the love. There just is a lot of love in that space. So just to get everybody up to speed, the Heartland Pride celebration is uh, July 14th and 15th this year in Omaha. Friday night on the 14th is the Youth Pride event. We have a booth set up there. We're absolutely uh, happy to have more volunteers help us out handing out swag um, and just representing the organization organization in that positive light. I think we'll have like a trivia game up too for people to come over and interact. I think it's going to oh, be fun. super cool. Oh, yeah. Be, yeah. I mean, great swag. Yeah. We've been talking a lot about swag. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's really great. We reviewed the swag yesterday. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> Winning. Um, and the Pride Parade is on Saturday morning It's on the 15th. And we'd love as many people as possible to come out. Turn out yourself with your family. I mean, if you've got friends yeah, that you want to include. Yeah, it's just a great opportunity to march with us um, to show our pride. I think we might actually be partnering with Scholar, Schooler. I always say their name wrong. Schooler, too. Um, so they might have some people marching with us um, from the ag side over there as well, which is super cool. So It is so awesome. great. Yeah. It's so great. And we'll have swag to hand out as we're walking down the streets and just celebrating um, and then afterwards at the festival, we'll have another booth set up there with more swag and more opportunities to be engaged and involved there. And again, uh, we encourage anyone to join us for the sign up to be there Friday night, Saturday at the parade and Saturday afternoon. We'd love to have you. So please, please register for that. You can find registration for that on the Beacon SharePoint site or join, look for us on Yammer for that sign up. 
We have some exciting news uh, for Beacon that we just published our first newsletter in May, thanks to Jeff and Angela, and it can be found on our SharePoint site. We are also working on developing more community service opportunities, so more to come on that. We are launching a media club that can be found on our SharePoint site. That would be uh, suggested movies or books or shows uh, to watch to kind of educate a little bit. Um, and have some maybe some roundtable discussions about those too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I think that'll be exciting. But yeah. and we're celebrating NCOD Spirit Day in October, mm-hmm. National Coming Out Day. Thank you. It's no, probably yeah. better than saying NCOD. (laughs) And then, um, as I think most everybody knows, mental health is a huge focus for all of the ARGs this year across the association. There is some really great work um, that ELT is working. I mean, there's just amazing stuff that's going to be um, coming down the pike. And we look forward to pairing with our coworkers on these efforts. Um, So keep an eye out for that. And you can subscribe to our Yammer channel, um, check out our SharePoint site for more information about that, those upcoming events. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for the mental health first aid. I, I did sign up for that. So that's awesome. I think that's going to be that's a, a really, really awesome program. Um, also, I'm just going to throw this in. That was one of the things that uh, the other ERGs thought we were doing really well, too. We had we had mentioned that, and they're like, oh, wait, where's that through? Who, you know, trying to write down a Nebraska Safety Council. So, you know, those idea sharing uh, sessions were fantastic. So I want to do one last fun question uh, before we wrap up here, but I, I'm really curious um, if you guys have a binge-worthy show or shows that you could watch over and over. And Carly, you're looking at me. Let's <laughs> let's start know with you. I do. You know it. <laughs> I've I'm, I've got two, so I'm already going above and beyond. By the way, um, my the one that I'm binging right now that I'm just obsessively watching over and over again is Shit's Creek again and again and again. Um, I I love the show. I not only do I love it because it's just great humor. It's a great um, you know feel good kind of show. It also does a great job of representing the LGBTQ plus community in a way that is just positive. Like there's no homophobia. It's, it's just a positive light. If you haven't had a chance to check out after the final episode, they do this reunion and like show the ending of the series. And it talks about the impact that that show had on the community. And it is so heartwarming. It makes me cheer up every time I watch it. Normally I don't watch that more than once, but (laughs) I do. Um, but I have to say my actual favorite, favorite of all times is Arrested Development. Um, Oh, such a good one. Yeah. Right. Banner, Michael. (laughs) Take that for what it is. That's, that's who I am. (laughs) It says a lot. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, and then I actually watch uh, the PBS app. I don't know if anybody else uh, donates to the local PBS <laughs> station. How many tote bags do you have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, and so I, like, for some reason, I'm obsessed with people wearing costumes, period costumes. And so I like to watch Miss Scarlet and the Duke, which is like a murder, yieldy murder mystery. And then um, I have also just started watching Tom Jones, was like, which is a new one that just came out. It's kind of takes me out of all of the stuff that's happening now in the news and all that. And you're just watching people in great costumes live their life. Well, not really live their life, but acting. So um, those are the two things that I'm watching now. How about you, Lacey? Oh, yeah. 
You said Miss Scarlet and the Duke. It just made me think of of British. I don't even know if it's British. I, it is. Or, British. Okay, yeah. It's I, so British. <laughs> that's what I think. I watch. I do. I watch a lot of um, British TV. I tend to to gear towards like thirty minute comedies because kids go to bed. I can't do anything scary. Don't need any nightmares before <laughs> bed. So, um, one one that just came to mind was the IT Crowd. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but it's such a <laughs> such a great show. Oh, and it's just totally binge worthy. Pick it up anytime if you haven't watched. I'm sure half of our tech team has probably watched it but if you haven't watched it you should totally um watch it i think it's, i think they took it off netflix but it might you just look for it it's okay. it's amazing right. um my other ones are obviously the office parks and rec um mm. i'm a sucker for cartoons don't tell anybody um but i love bob's burgers you just told i did i told everybody i know and and new girl i just those little giggles always make me laugh so <laughs> just a handful of them i probably do a whole podcast on on 30 I, minute comedies i'm, I'm sure. sure we all could yeah, <laughs> right? sure. just yeah yeah new show <laughs> Well, I want to thank first Trish and Carly for your stories. I want to thank you for your vulnerability today. Um, you know, you shared a lot and you guys were authentic and I really appreciate you. Um, and I appreciate I wanna, you. Oh, thank yes. you. And I want to thank you, the listener, for joining us today to help shine a light on allyship with the Beacon ERG. Um, feel free to comment with what allyship means to you um, for your chance to win a prize. We appreciate your time today, your support for Beacon. You can continue to support us by attending Beacon events like our Spirit Day pop-up in October, following us on the Yammer page, or visiting our SharePoint site. We can also be reached by email at $beacon for any support, questions, or requests. Additionally, if you have an event in your area that Beacon should be a part of or support, please reach out. Have a wonderful Pride Month, and we hope to hear from or see you soon, whether it's marching in the parade with us, attending an event, or commenting on our Yammer posts. Shine on, friends. Thank you for joining us on Strengthen Your Roots. We hope you'll join us again on our next episode.